Good morning, fantasy football. I'm your host, Robert Iams, and I am the Keeper King in the studio. As always, the co-host, Keeper King, Jay Gooney. What's going up, on? What's going on, man? I feel like you got to get the... You're, I mean, you're a king, bro. You're not, right. yeah. you're, not, you're, not, you're not just a special guest anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a staple now. I feel like you've kind of just integrated yourself on. Well, that's okay. I want you on the show. Well, I mean, you got you got to have somebody that's you know yin yang here, man. Right. Because if it's just me, then you know yeah. it's not that exciting. Plus, I like to, plus I like to plus I like to argue with you. Yeah, so. I know you do. <laughs> hey, but that's okay. He gives entertainment for our listeners, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I do it. I do it for the entertainment. Of course. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're on the, our second half of uh, load or reload or unload. Load and un- reload and unload. There we go. Yeah. Running um, backs part two. Right. Um, well, I, I'll kick it off because I know a guy we didn't really hit on was uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Uh, I like this guy, but I don't. I feel like his price right now to go get him is just like. I don't Astronomic, know. If, it's astronomical, is what it I is. I don't. It's not to me. It's not worth going out and like, I don't know, buying unless like the price was right, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like most leagues, you can't just go out there and yeah, go get them. Well, I I think I have I have a uh, a, a price level, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run it by you because I think I could get them for this price, but it would hurt me to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now if I like if I want Dalvin Cook in one of our leagues. It would cost me Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones, and uh, Kittle. But I would get Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and either uh, Sterling Shepard or, uh, um, man, his name has slipped my mind, the other guy from the Giants. Uh, Slayton. Slayton. So I I'd mean, rather I have get... Slayton. Yeah, I agree, but I could pull that off. That that's what a trade for Dalvin Cook would cost, and that's big because we're talking one of the best quarterbacks fantasy wise. He's in, he's always in the top there, right? And then but Aaron I feel Jones, like his his like placement level though, you could easily like replace it. You know what I mean? Like he's not like a top three guy. Not but, saying he is, but he was, but 10. he was, but he was right. in the past couple of years. He was the number one fantasy quarterback. Right, so he he can pull it off, and he stays up there. And you know, Aaron Jones had a phenomenal year, and he's young. And Although I feel like that has something also to do with you know Devonte Adams getting injured. Not saying that he's not productive like that, but I right. feel like some of it was a little having to do with not having any other right. wide receivers. Yeah, I but I can't trade Kittle. I'm just saying I know it would cost me Kittle too. Right, he needs a tight end, so he would be able to reload his reload his whole team by trading in Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. And, and Kittle is somebody you can't really replace. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not. I'm not. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not going to do that. But I know that's what it would cost me to get Dalvin Cook. Right. So uh, I, I actually, I'll be honest. I have no, I was never a Dalvin Cook believer. I mean, just because he was injured in last season, he he had a de- he had a good year. He got to show who he was, and yeah, mm-hmm. he got banged up a little bit. Um, for those of you who need to reload your team, unload Dalvin Cook to do it, and uh, get the King's ransom for him. Uh, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna get anything like in return of having opportunity to be able to like even, uh, you know, get some younger guys. I mean, this is the year draft class to do it. If yeah. you're gonna get, if you're gonna reload yourself, this is this is the time to do it. Yeah. And I know people have offered up, you know, first round picks for, for Dalvin Cook, but I, in all honesty, I mean, from this from this guy Israel Lag, it would cost uh, definitely not only like two first rounds, but it's also going to cost a player, um, which in his case would probably be a, a top tight end and the two first for Dalvin Cook. He's not coming off Dalvin Cook likely at all. And then you got to think. I mean, the Vikings did draft Alexander Madison. I can't can't quite remember exactly what round it was, but I know it was a decent pick. I mean, you know, they're also not saying that Alexander Madison is going to take over for Cook, but you know, they could want to try yeah, to you, integrate you gotta have, him. You got to have both, you know. 
Right. If you have you have Cook, you're gonna have to go get Madison. You just it's just how it's gonna work. I mean, and another good example, you know, we're talking about needing the other guy. I mean, we talked about David Johnson and um, Kenny Drake last week, or no, uh, Chris Carson and Penny. We talked about them last podcast, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with Fournette and uh, Rykel Armstead, who, I mean, we haven't talked about Fournette yet, but, you know, if you got one, you know, Fournette's kind of that guy where everyone's like, oh, I'm not sure. And then what does he do this last season? He, he blows it up, but he doesn't have those touchdowns. Yeah. Well, we he, did we did say that about David Johnson and Drake, but now that David Johnson's right. getting released, that changes the whole scope of it. But now, now Kenyon Drake's value, I feel like, has kind of gone up a little bit like we kind of have an idea of okay well they, they still gotta resign them well yeah they still gotta resign them but i don't see them not resigning them if we're already seeing smoke of or you know hearing oh they don't want david johnson right right and Kenyon drake was being productive you know if i if you can go get Kenyon drake i would go get him i actually sent out a trade to see if i could acquire him and i'm gonna see what happens oh i i had him and i traded him so well i um, mean it's not somebody you're like, okay, you can go out and you're going to be able to trust him being, you know, your RB1. Yeah. But right now, I mean, you, you can get him at a good price when nobody knows exactly what's happening. Yeah. Well, when I did trade him, I got a hell of a trade, so I, I have no complaints. See? When I when I traded him off. But, um, yeah, definitely these, these dual back systems. I mean, when you get one, you have to get the other. It's just kind of what we're falling into here. Right. And I actually, I heard something earlier today we did we touch on philip Lindsay and royce freeman last week i mean we we kind of did but we're talking about how who's the better back and who would you rather stick with type thing i was uh who was i listening to i was listening to somebody and they brought up a a good point uh but the new offensive coordinator for the broncos was it pat Shermer? yeah yeah i've heard that you know he's more of a single back kind of guy, so I wonder if that kind of has, if that's going to play a big part um, in the Broncos' offense this year. If we're going to finally see somebody kind of take off more of the leader uh, lead back spot, if you yeah. will. Well, you know, Lindsey doesn't as as a, as because of his size doesn't fit a lead back role, and that's what and that's what I'm thinking. If right now, if like. If I mean, obviously, we we don't know what's happening yet, but it's possible. If, I mean, Broncos did spend a high draft capital on Royce Freeman. I mean, they. I mean, we talked about this before. Somebody has to get integrated, but isn't Lindsey the cheaper option? Yeah, but size wise, Freeman fits the whole right. mold of being uh, a, pre- a premier back. But you know, the Broncos are good at recycling running backs. I mean, they've been doing it. Um, for I mean it's, I mean they've been doing it a long time but well basically after Terrell Davis they've kind of went into this two three running backs and they're always constantly there's always a new one coming up oh there's another one you know because I mean for a while there you what you had CJ Anderson was the man and then you had uh, after him that's when you know um, oh man I can't even think at the moment oh, that just there's just been a lot of backs that come out of out of Denver um, so it's and, a, it's still a touchy touchy place to be yeah. it's <laughs> kind of like messing it's, with. it's like it's like new england yeah you, you don't know you don't right who, who do you do you start with yeah sonny michelle did you start burkhead did you start white did, or do you start um well he hasn't played yet but you know uh um is it harrison or harrison yeah harrison so Ooh. Yeah, which, you know, I drafted him in another league and, you know, he was hurt all year. So, I mean, there's this carousel of guys in New England that you don't know anything about. Same with uh, Denver. They're just, it's, it's hard to say, oh, you need to go out and get this guy, which I know you like Sony Michelle. Right. And, uh, you know, I drafted him and I traded him. Wait. Sony Michelle for me is not is not somebody I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go. I got to go get this guy. You know, he's going to be the next big thing. But, I mean, it. If you have an opportunity to get somebody um, or you feel comfortable enough that, hey, I have, you know, I can go do this, I would get Michelle. I really feel like Michelle is going to, he has a really big opportunity here and I really like his chances. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just that, that, that backfield, I mean, Belichick just, 
He's always got somebody. He's always moving. Always got. We gotta cycling. think. What if? What if New England doesn't? You know, they don't keep Brady. Who, who's going to be throwing the ball? Are they going to rely more on the run game? I mean, if they do, that opens up a lot for Sony Michelle. I mean, he's their more ground pound mm-hmm. kind of guy. And, and it's all about if if they do. That's what sucks. Is you say we just don't know. And it's up to you. It's up to you as an individual to take a chance to go out there and you know grab him and hope it pays off. I mean, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. No, that's, all, that's what fantasy football is all about. Oh, but. yeah. I've made some really butt decisions over the years. So um, I'm, I'm, I'll definitely say to all you listeners, man, you know, sometimes it you, it pays off. It really does. And then there's times that it, it doesn't. I mean, it's just a total bomb. That's how my team was this last year. Traded for Lamar Jackson, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette. Yeah. I think I, I had Mark Andrews already. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of these guys, I'm like, yes, I know these guys are gonna do it, and I mean, they did. Yeah, it, they, paid, it paid off. It definitely did. Yeah. It paid dividends. I mean, you got all right. Ooh, go ahead. All right, yeah. Sorry, no. Well, let's go on next. Who, who we got next? Uh, let's see, we talked about Cook. We talked about Michelle last week. Um, let's talk about Devin Singletary okay. in this Bills backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Frank Gore is not. He's not really in the he's not in the picture anymore. It's not happening. Yeah. Well, but it's up to them to sign up. They decide to take him for another year or not. I mean, he he did he did well. I mean, I think I mean for an old back like he was. I mean he he did get carries. He he did take from Singletary. Um, they did use him. Um, and to be honest, I I, I think they bring Gore back for a, just another year. Um, he was a good change of pace for Singletary. Um, which, you know, I remember talking to some Bills fans and they, you know, they all pretty much had the, the same, uh, same conclusion on this is that Singletary is, a he's a solid back. He might not have the size, but he has the power and the will and the heart. So they were saying how he's eventually going to be the lead back, you know, do, he's going to, he's going to be the all purpose back every down. So, um, me, and you I, can go get them still. Yeah, you can still go get them. You could probably get them at a fair price. Um, well, it depends on who has them because in some leagues he's with the guys and they're like, ah, oh, I want, you know, arms <laughs> and legs. Yeah. But um, like, I would think if you can get them at a fair price, do it. I and what is a fair price for Singletary? Some of you, I've I've actually had somebody tell me that we always say, you know, fair. What's a fair price? When you say fair price on a guy, tell us a fair price for Singletary. For me, I take a second for Singletary. Well, not just a second, but if you're talking player-wise, I mean, you could trade, uh, depending on your league, on on scoring and things. I mean, I believe a guy like DJ Moore for Singletary is a, is a fair offer. You know, that, no, I like that. that that caliber of trade. Now, if somebody wants, you know, that higher than that, I mean, you, that that's the ceiling for Singletary because he is a small back and he's not yet the lead back. I mean, Buffalo could easily draft a running back this year too and, and throw him in that backfield so there you are no nope. the only so. thing that i have to say about singletary and his you know his future is josh allen is a, you know a mobile quarterback and they seem to want to use the quarterback sneak when they're really close to that goal line so that you know that could be a thing i could see singletary losing some touchdowns but i don't see that being a massive problem you know yeah. For him. I, I mean, I would, I would like to get him, but I know in, in the leagues I'm in, I, I'm not going to be able to because some of these, these get some teams that are, they're going to run the price up on me. I don't, everybody always runs the price up on me. <laughs> so, oh, I, it's a, it's got a, a, a tweet that Jalen Hurd is expected to be ready for OTAs. That could be pretty big over there in San Francisco, wide receiver. Yeah, I like that. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I like Singletary for sure. Yeah. Definitely so if you, if you get him, if you can get him for a fair price, get him. Don't overpay for him, unless you really want him. But I, I mean, he's he's going to be a guy that you may not start at the beginning of the season. So he's just going to be taking up bench space. What do we uh? What do you think about the Browns backfield? Chubb and Cream Hunt. Well, Cream Hunt's got. You know, obviously, everybody knows about him getting caught with weed. 
um, mm-hmm. and all that. So he's definitely going to be looking at a year suspension. Um, Which I thought, I, I feel like they would have had something come out by now on well, that. Well, right now, I, I, I they're taking, they always do this. Well, let the law go first and then they go second. So, I mean, he, he hasn't gone to court or anything like that yet for it. So. But I thought the cop said he wasn't even worried about it. That they didn't even give him a ticket for it. Oh, well. But I thought he's, for at least I'm pretty sure that's what I saw, is that he, they had asked him and he had said, oh, yeah, I have it. And, or, you know, or something along those lines. I mean, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure that they didn't get he didn't get in trouble for it well but that yeah. the nfl knows that he had said that he would or no this is what it was they had asked oh would you be able to you know pass a drug test or something and he had said you know i don't i don't know something <laughs> but yeah i don't i think i think he might be all right be honest i think it might just be like a little suspension i don't see them suspending him for a year well obviously they're gonna he's gonna get drug tested he fails that he's gonna get right he'll get that suspension if i was him i'd be cleaning my stuff out man (laughs) (laughs) yeah using there's i'm not even gonna get into what you can use but (laughs) this ain't that type of show yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna tell you guys how to pass drug tests You know so how we, you pass them? Just don't do drugs, man. Yeah, don't do drugs. <laughs> drugs are bad for you. That's right. <laughs> Unless you got your cars, like some people I know. Anyway, um. but no, I like. I think. I think Nick Chubb is. He's a top back, man. I mean this. This guy is phenomenal. I. I think he still has that backfield, obviously, and I think he could still go out. I don't think we've fully seen what Chubb can do. Oh yeah, I. I agree. I, I like Chubb. I think uh, Chubb's pretty solid. I think um, he can break top five. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to, in my opinion, like, I know he's good, but I'm, man, he's just not on my list. He's not somebody I, I feel like I have to go get. Um, if you have him, you know, you reload him. Put him back in your lineup. Um, I think it's kind of like you just, you, there's just some guys that you just, ah, you know. And he's one of them. He's definitely one that I'm not, like, chasing after. I want to go trade King's Ransoms for. Um, even though... Is that just because of the... It's just the Browns, or... Is it because of Cream Hunt? I, I would say a little bit of both. A little bit of the Browns. A little bit of Cream Hunt. A little bit mm-hmm. of that offense. I mean... And the thing about it is, also, I have enough Browns on my team. Because I, I have, uh, you know, I got... Um, Landry. Yeah, Landry, but I also got um, Mayfield. Yeah, let me let me say it. <laughs> My guys, I know what I got. But, I just uh, know everything. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so anyway, you know, I got those guys, and it's just kind of like um, Chubb. I, I don't need to add Chubb to that. Uh, so I I usually try to stay away from having m- more than two guys from a team on my team. Um, I'd like to keep it at one, but sometimes two just comes apart. Unless it's the quarterback, receiver, quarterback, tight end type of uh, um, deal. But other than that, it's. Uh, oh, no, I with with um, what's his name? Steven Stefanski, the new head coach for the Browns. I mean, yeah. coming from, you know, the Vikings. I mean, Dalvin Cook was used a lot in the passing game. And Nick Chubb, I mean, hardly was used in the passing game. Only had. Um, 36 receptions for 278 yards. I think, I, like I said, I think, I don't know, man. I think Chubb is, if Hunt it can stay out and they don't use, they don't have that guy. I mean, they didn't really have anybody as a third down back when uh, Hunt was out. But if, I think Chubb is going to, can get utilized a lot more this season in the reception game. That's just my hunch. This is what I think from just knowing that system that head coach is coming from. Yeah, it just all depends, you know, on the offensive coordinator. But I don't know. I think I think Chubb is he's worthy of going after. But yeah. it's just sketchy with Hunt. You don't know. Yeah. Well, again, I guess everybody teach their own. Or... <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, let's kick off on Fournette since you brought him up earlier. Um... I love this guy. I like Fournette. But you trade him though, wouldn't you? Would I trade him? No. No. Oh, I, I have I have Armstead. I have no reason to trade Fournette. There's no indication of why he would be like absurd by somebody. 
I don't know. I thought you were kicking the tires there for a minute. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, you was. I thought about it, but that's as far as it went, man. It uh-huh. went in the ear, out the other. Well, it's because you had somebody keep telling you, don't trade him, man. You know, he's, he's, just keep a hold of him. Well, uh, you, you know. the thing is, is sometimes, like, and I, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that are out there like this. You, you have a guy, and you got him really cheap, or you got him low, or whatever, and then he blows up, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got a top, you know, guy. And you're like, okay, I'm going to offload him, and then I'm going to get some other guys. And sometimes, you know, you get a little excited because you're like, oh, sweet. Yeah, this guy, hell yeah, he turned out. And then, you know, you want to gain on that value. So sometimes if the price is right, like we talked about with Dalvin Cook, would you go trade Dalvin Cook if you have him? No, because he's a top back. Why would you trade him? Right. But if the price is right, you can help kind of like, you know, reload your team where you're not hurting yourself, but obviously you're not really, you know, increasing, you know, 100% of your odds. But so that's that's where that came in, just to clarify. But I like Fournette. I mean, I think his touchdowns were really low, but I feel like those, it's going to come up. You can't just have, well, you have one touchdown the whole season. Yeah. Actually, three, no, well, three touchdowns, sorry. I was going to say, no, he had more, but- but yeah, it wasn't wasn't big. But he did have you know carries, yardage, um, and which I'm surprised that they kept the, the head coach. You know, I know they end up they got rid of like everybody else. But I think um, it's a good move. I think it's a really good move and a good sign for him. Hmm. Um. I mean, I, I mean, you got to use him. You got him. You got to use him. Which, you know, he was my first pick overall, you know, when he came out three years ago. So. Um, which I had the first pick. I, I had traded, and I ended up getting the first pick. That trade was such a steal. This was like the season before a guy wanted uh, Funches. I had Funches, rookie. And I said, you want him? Your first pick? He's like, okay, trade me his first pick. And then, and we're talking like third game of the season. And then it turned out he ended up having the worst record. And then I ended up having the first pick of the draft. Hmm. But that draft was loaded. I mean, you had Fournette. You had McCaffrey. Kamara, you know, you had Hunt, you had uh, um, Cook, um, and it was like... Yeah, and I think that's what this class is going to be. Yeah. Or it has, you know, high you know, chance to be able to be that. Yeah. I, I agree. There's some really good running backs coming out, which some stayed back, which some means next year is going to have some some serious uh, running we back hope. load, too. I mean, look at Bryce Love. We thought, oh, he was, you know, number one, and then he goes back and yeah, yeah, well, he got hurt, and not now. He's still, he's still hurt. He's still hurt. He's still on IR right. over there. And uh, which we didn't even talk about that backfield yet. Yeah. <laughs> and love, you know, thing is, love, love. I mean, he was, uh, man, and, and, and when he his junior year, he was just. I mean, he was at Christian McCaffrey numbers over there at Stanford. He was the same boat, man. This dude was rocking, and then his, you know, senior year, he gets hurt. He just. You know, just didn't have the season, and and then here's NFL, and he gets hurt in the NFL, and didn't play, and he had an opportunity. If he wasn't hurt, he would have had a huge opportunity to take over that backfield with Geis hurt again, which Geis is just like Dalvin Cook, man. Dalvin Cook was hurt his first two years, didn't really get a chance to shine. I think this Geis is make it break a year for Geis. And me personally, I have Geis, and I'm I'm gonna ride him, man. I'm giving him the chance. I'm gonna let him give him this year to to do it. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like Dante Foreman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely could happen. I mean, it's happened to a lot more backs than Dante Foreman, but um, is uh, I, if you have guys, give them a chance, man. I would Personally, if you have guys... You got to have to have love. You should go get love. Mm-hmm. I, I really think so. I think it's a guy you want to get your, get a hold of. Because love should be back healthy, too. I mean, you're going to have two guys healthy. And then Adrian Peterson, you know, I know he signed, what, a two-year deal. So he's on his second year of the contract this year. So he's got, they got one more year of Peterson on top of all that. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting what's going to happen with the Redskins. And plus, you got to look at who the Redskins coach is, too. Um, mm-hmm. Ron Rivera. Yeah, Rivera loves, you know, look at look at Christian McCaffrey, man. He, he was using McCaffrey like... Like every down, man. McCaffrey was in there like ninety percent of the plays. It was ridiculous. So uh, I really think uh, 
Geis has a chance. I mean, if Geis stays healthy, I mean, Ron Rivera will use the crud out of him. So I really think, you know, Geis is a guy you, you go go get him. Yeah. You know? And those of you who have him, don't unload him. Reload him. Um, he's definitely a buy. Um, what's it going to cost you? I don't think it's going to cost you much right now because nobody really believes in this guy. I just got a gut feeling about him. I think you have the same feeling that he's, you know, you get him, get him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not going to break the bank getting him. No. You, you can get him cheaply. Yeah. And then let's say he doesn't work out. Well, you didn't pay a lot for him. And then, you're, you know, it's better, the, rather, it's better to be safe than sorry rather than be like, oh, I had a chance to get him and I did it. And he ended up being whatever, top five back. Then, you you know, you you won't be crying at home about it. So, um, definitely somebody to get for everybody. Yeah. All right. What about Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon? Well, they have not re- they have not resigned they have not resigned either one. So there's a, I mean they could resign them both because Melvin Gordon already knows nobody's paying running backs. They're not they're not going to pay them the big the big money. They're not they're not going to get Todd Gurley money. Um for sure they're not. Um and I'm thinking I know the Chargers are over here. The, the talk is Brady going to San Diego. I mean, not San Diego, but Los Angeles Chargers. Um, now, if the Chargers are smart, they would resign Eckler and Gordon if they're bringing Brady. Um, because if you have them two along with uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, I mean, sky's the limit with Brady. I mean, he and Hunter Henry, geez, man, that would be just a phenomenal offense. That would be... What do you do? I mean, it's, it, they they would just annihilate people. But in all reality, I'm sure uh, Eckler is going to get is going to get to stay. Melvin Gordon will get released, um, and then who picks him up? It, you know, he's a good back. It's just going to depend where he goes. Um, Which I don't I don't see anybody. You can't go get Austin Eckler. You're gonna pill, you're gonna pay a lot. Yeah, you 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 will have to overpay to get Eckler. You have a better shot at Gordon than you do Eckler. But again, where's Gordon going? Right. right. He's yeah. more of a risky kind of dart throw. You know, take your chances on him kind of well, guy. Who, well, who needs running? Who needs a running back right now? Dolphins? Yeah. Who else? Mm, Dolphins, Houston, could use a running back. Yeah. Uh, who else? I think who doesn't have somebody. Uh, I think the Falcons. Falcons, yeah. Some people might say the Chiefs, but they still have Damian Williams there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, heck, well, actually, even Seattle could use a running back. I, I was gonna <laughs> say that. I think Seattle could use him. Um, and he would fit in that system perfect. They like those kind of backs that can catch and run. I mean, Arizona. I mean, they haven't signed Kenyon Drake yet, or you know. Uh, well, that's but true too. I feel like Kenny Drake's kind of already got himself a foothold in that. Spot. I don't know. I I could see the Saints doing the same thing. Like, yeah, they got Kamara, but they like two backs. Yeah, but and, they have Latavius Murray. Murray was the, fine. He was okay. He, he was okay, but he he was not Ingram because In- Ingram and Kamara together were one two man. Knock him, sock him. Ingram was hanging just as good as Kamara was in. Uh, in fantasy and now maybe and that's Murray, what you kind of got when we had uh you know this year with Ravens you had Ingram and then Camaro was kind of like that Lamar Jackson kind of slip and slide in through everybody kind of guy yeah so I would think uh, you know he could end up with with the Saints and it's this is total speculation um there hasn't been any word about what, what Melvin Gordon's doing there hasn't been anything it's been like dead silent crickets on that um, I haven't heard or saw anything on it, so but my, I'm just saying, who knows where he could end up? I mean, it's, it's it could be any, heck, he could end up over there in Tampa Bay. He could end up uh, just about anywhere that needs a running back. Uh-huh. It's, and some teams might not even need a running back, and still they'll sign uh, sign them. You know, I, I've, I remember when the Tennessee Titans uh, they had um, Derrick Henry and they signed Deion Lewis. Well, even before the saying when they drafted Derrick Henry, they had uh, um, Latavius Murray. No, or no, no, they uh, had um, what's this? Gosh darn it, Demarco the, Murray. 
DeMarco Murray from the Cowboys. He was, and the year before that, I mean, he was like the all-time running back, whatever, bumbo-jumbo, and mm-hmm. then he, he goes up. Well, first he went to Philly, and then from Philly he went to Tennessee, and, and, they, and they signed him a big contract, Tennessee, and then and that year they still drafted Derrick Henry. So who, who knows what some of these teams do? I mean, they they want any, any, any team could take, and that even has, heck, the Cowboys could take Melvin Gordon. Who knows? Um, they don't need him, but I mean, why not have him? So if you can offload Melvin Gordon, would you do it right now or would you wait? I would, me, I would wait because you're not going to get what he's worth. Yeah. And that's what sucks. I mean, if you could have traded him at the beginning of the season, then you made out. But, which I did. I actually traded him off for, uh, I got Mike Evans for him. So, um, I thought that was, I got Mike Evans and Darius Geis for Melvin Gordon. So that was a pretty good trade for me. <laughs> um, so then was, uh, it was iffy, iffy, but which, and the thing is, in hindsight, I actually traded him Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon, um, which I guess he kind of made out too, because he had Austin Eckler out of it. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's, that's a definitely an unload. Melvin Gordon is an unload once everything settles down to see where he's at. But until then, you have to keep him because you're not going to get um, value for him. Same thing with Devonta Freeman. This yeah. this guy, we don't even don't even know what he's doing. I mean, this guy was a top back what two three years ago. Yeah, when they went to Super Bowl, he was he was actually one of the he was like the second. I think Zeke was one and he was two. And then he got injured, and then yeah, he's just—he has—he has not been the same. Devontae Freeman has not been the same, and I don't think uh, the Falcons are going to put money into him to keep him. Um, I think uh, Freeman could be done this year. This could be it for him. I, and I personally, I don't see him going anywhere, like to anybody. Well, I don't see anybody paying him big, but there's always a place for a back like that. There's always. Always land somewhere. It's kind of falling down to like that CJ Anderson status, you know? Yeah, he's just kind of, he's just kind of falling down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that makes things interesting for the Falcons. So, I mean, like we said, I mean, there's some of these running backs that don't even have a home yet that could get some of these other spots. Um, Did we touch on Carson, Chris Carson, and Rashad Penny? Um, I was pretty sure we did. I thought we had. Did we talked about him a bit? Because I was, or maybe we t- were texting about it. Because I was talking our, about Travis Homer. Remember this conversation? Yeah, I think we did so, talk about him last week. But we can touch on it real quick. Yeah. Um. um go ahead. <laughs> well, I was gonna say is right now is uh, Penny's gonna miss half the season for sure. He won't be coming in until who knows maybe after week six, seven. So Penny's a scratch for the beginning. Chris Carson, if he's good to go, he he might come in week one, week two, but I, I guarantee they're going to have him on a pitch count. So he might he's not going to get, you know, 70% of the plays out there. I mean, he might be down in the 20, 30 range. So that's going to leave the door open, I believe, for Travis Homer to do a little bit. So um, that's what's kind of ugly about that backfield is you kind of got to carry all three at the beginning of the season because they're unless they and they could draft and there you are with a, even more of a mess right um, so it's definitely these guys you can't sell them because you're not going to get much they're, they're a hold again you're going to have to hold them just to see who where everybody lands and then when somebody blows up then I then trade them but personally if it's Travis Homer blowing it up and they decide oh hey you know dude then you got to steal in Travis Homer Another place. You, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. What do you think? Um, I honestly, I feel like Penny is gonna get that. That is gonna get the shot still. Um, but I mean, like you said, Penny is is gonna miss half the season. Chris Carson's gonna be on that snap count. I mean, I don't personally. I'm not really a big fan of the Seahawks backfield in general. Um, there's just too. You just there's just too much uncertainty, um, and with you know running back being so volatile and being kind of relentless, you know, I, for me I'm just staying worried. Um, but if anybody's got the shot, it's Travis Homer. 
um, you know, going into this offseason. He's the only one that's healthy uh, and that, you know, you know, is going to get the shot. But they were, weren't they looking at signing, you know, they looked at Alex Collins again, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, they still have, I don't even know what's going on with Beast Mode. Um, and yeah, they got Lynch. So, like I said, that backfield's a mess. I would just put your ear to the stone, try to hear what's going on, and, you know, not really make any major moves on that backfield. And as soon as we get, I mean, just so you guys know, anytime we get any information um, about any of these guys, anything that changes, you guys, you're first to know we don't hold out anything like that. Um, carry on, Johnson. I'm not digging this guy. I I don't either. I mean, this guy, I, I get it. He's been hurt. He's been hurt both two years in a row. And but it's know, just like Darius guys. But Carryon yeah. Johnson, you know, had a little bit more of a chance. Yeah, and I didn't think he was great. Great. I mean, no. Like like you always say, flash in the pan. I didn't I didn't see the flash in the pan. Like Dalvin Cook got the flash in the pan. Um, when he when he did play a little bit before he blew his knee out, man. I mean, his rookie year, I mean, the first couple of games, he was like a monster. It was like, oh my god. And then he got hurt, and then it was like, which when he got hurt, I was like, woo, because um, the goat had him. I love the goat. Don't get me wrong, I love the goat, but it was like, gosh darn, he's gonna be kicking more butt because he already kicks butt. <laughs> and that's, that's, they had to give him another guy to just slaughter everybody with. And when he blew his knee out, it was just like, woo, like I could breathe again because he was. And he won that year anyway. He he won he won the championship to both so without Dalvin Cook. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just this carry on Johnson guy just I just don't I just don't have a good feeling. I think the Lions are going to draft another running back because I mean they just had such inconsistency in the running back position this year from due because because of injury due mm-hmm. due to all the injuries. So I really see they. They know they need a they need a solid running back, so I think that's I think that's a need they'll they're gonna address in the draft. I mean, do you think you could get fair value? Like, can you trade them right now? I feel like you can. Like right now is the only time that you will be yeah, able if, to really move them. Oh, if if you have them, like I feel right like now, right now right now price is going down. For some, well, I think it's holding value at at the moment till they draft. When they draft a running back, you might as well forget it. This guy's value is gonna fall off. As soon as the combine starts opening yeah. up, that's when you start to hear see all these little smoke screens like, oh, hey, this coach was talking to this guy. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Yeah. I, I would definitely I would trade Carry on Johnson. I would try to get the best you can get for him. Um whatever that may be. I mean I I gotta admit, I mean I the year before I kind of tried to make some moves, try to get Karrion Johnson, but they had him so overpriced it wasn't happening. I think this year, even with Karrion Johnson, he's still going to be overpriced. So if you really want him, you're going you're going to pay a little more than what you would normally pay. But once if they draft a running back, his value is going to is going to bottom. So and he said before, I think it was the end of last season, he had said that you know he's completely fine with being in a timeshare. So even if they brought, I mean, they could bring in somebody. I mean, we saw that with uh, Legarrette Blunt and Carry On Johnson. What 2018? Um, yeah. You know, so that that's worrisome. Um, but yeah, it's now's the time to kind of make a move before the draft and the combine starts happening. Um, David Montgomery. I'm oh. Well, you know, Nagy, Nagy is just, I don't know what he's doing over there, man. I mean, he's just Trubisky, and it, it's a mess. I, I, I mean, he's always doing these trick plays, always doing all this, like, other stuff. It's just, like, hand the rock off to Montgomery and let him pound it, you know? it's. I don't get it. It just drives me nuts. Because everybody was talking about how awesome Montgomery was, like, the complete back. He was going to be this, and... He turned out not to comparing be him to Cream Hunt. Oh yeah, it was it was all kinds of stuff, and I'm not saying it was Montgomery. I'm just saying that offense, that coach. I mean, if he doesn't, if he's gonna do what he did last year, Montgomery's, you know, it's gonna be. He'll be a top twenty, but he's not gonna be a top ten. I think. Um, I think what happened is Nagy just got too excited um, towards the end of there, 2018, and then he's like, oh yeah, these are gonna work. You know, these, you know, because they, you know, were doing, they're starting to get hot towards the end. Yeah. 
And so maybe he thought maybe that's what he needed to do and, you know, kept telling himself all season, ah, it's going to work, it's going to work. I mean, the Bears did have some good games, you know, but it wasn't like, you know, crazy. But I feel like I think there's a really good opportunity for David Montgomery to bounce back. Yeah, well, again, if if they're going to continue with that offense the way they were doing it last year, Montgomery's not going to have gonna have the same kind of season uh it's just, they're they're just uh, man i i don't understand why they feel like they always got to do some kind of motion trick play kick out over here type thing and but then just you know instead of just line up and pound it you know give it to Depp montgomery and let him go um so hopefully maybe this year though they've seen that and say hey you know what let's just let's just get back to good old Bears football, you know, Smash Mouth, um, and that would be awesome. If they go Smash Mouth, Montgomery's going to have a phenomenal season. And me, for I have Montgomery, and I would say, um, if you can get him, he's not. I, I would say get him. Um, only for the fact is, I can't see the Bears being like they were last year. Um, I think they're, they're, they've learned not making playoffs and, you know, that everybody just got disgruntled, uh, the, the fans, and I'm sure they're going to get back to Bears football. Um, Montgomery's, I think it's a buy if you have them. I'd reload them <laughs> and trade them. Um, I was just fortunate in a trade to get them, which I was shocked to get them in, this, in the trade that I had, and um, I would keep them or go, go for a buy and and, and try to get him. Yeah, I, yeah, I got him in one league and um, in a trade, and I'm sitting. I, I like where I'm sitting with him, and I got him and Josh Jacobs. You know, it's two of my younger guys, and I feel pretty solid. You know, going into next season, and then sitting at one and uh, or sorry, pick three and five um, in the first round. I feel like this is it's a good setup right there. I really like David Montgomery. I think he's got. It's going to go up, like you said, um, from here. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, I think we about hit everybody, didn't we? Who are we missing? Uh, real quick, what do you think about Rojo? Oh, this guy, I, I should have just stuck with my instinct on this one. In the draft, I kept saying, if I, if I trade for Peyton Barber, I said, I have to take Rojo. And... And that was with you. And I remember telling you that. And I was like, so I didn't really want to do the trade. But then I ended up trading. I did get Payne Barber. So then I did draft Rojo. And it's just been garbage, you know. I, I'm i better off. I would just, it's just been garbage. I just was no way around it, man. Um, but I don't know what Bruce Arians is doing. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he's looking for his David Johnson there. Um, if he was, I don't think Ronald Jones is going to be the David Johnson for him. And who knows, maybe he'll go get David Johnson. But um, it's very, if, I, I, you can't get any value for Rojo. Um, or uh, It's kind of just like an added piece to a trade. Throw yeah. Yep. And even sometimes they might look at it like, Ronald Jones? I mean, that might just turn a trade off. I don't know. Um, it's yeah. going to be about the draft. If they draft or sign a free agent, I mean, that tells you right there, Rojo's dead in the water. So, right. um, And, I mean, I, I have him in one league, and, I mean, I'm not out, you know, trying to trade him or nothing, but I'm not going to drop him. I'm going to hold yeah. on to him because right now he's the, I guess you could say the best back yeah. in quotes yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> for the Bucks right now. And um, I don't even know what you could unload him for. I don't know what you could get. I can't even. I don't know. I don't. I mean, if if somebody, I would trade a third round pick for him just on the off chance that he gets a starting job. I feel like you have the exact same, you know, opportunity. Of, send me send me your third, and I'll send them to you. I, in what league? I have them in one of our leagues. You talking right. about rivals? I'm cool. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. All I was gonna right. say what you want to trade me in the other league. All right, I'll trade it to you for a third. Yeah, no, man, I do have two thirds. I'll, I'll give you a third for him. All right, bet after we do this, I'll send them to you. Yeah. See, look at All that, right. guys. <laughs> but no, I mean, Ronald, I lo- He's just he's 
kind of feel like he was like the um I mean obviously Derek Henry and Rojo were completely different backs but I feel like you had that such hype of Derek Henry um in 2018 of being the guy and then he got hurt and he was what out most of the season and we thought all right it's gonna be the year for Rojo and then you know nothing but well the thing the thing they said Ronald Jones his problem was was uh pass protection wasn't it well they just said he well when he's his, when the whole rookie year started everything they just he was like healthy scratches at the beginning there I mean he was healthy scratches and they were saying how he just wasn't up to speed and the, the game was too fast for him mm-hmm. so pass protection play calling whatever he they so maybe it takes him three years to figure out the NFL could be this year I mean they used him a little more and and uh, you know I'm, I'm hoping that he you know he figures it out I mean he had some games that were good that you know I mean he was the the lead back and then for two weeks there and then he they kick him out yeah because he missed something, he didn't catch something, or he, you know, just didn't do a play right, and then he's right back out on the outside. Right. Well, I do have to say though, I mean, he had 172 attempts for 724 yards. It's not a lot, but his yards per carry, you know, about almost four and a half yards per carry. That's pretty good. When you know everybody was knocking on him in 2018, saying he he couldn't he couldn't even move the ball. You know, a lot of people are. I mean. With only two yards, not even two yards to carry, that's improvement to me. Um, you know, and I feel like with the Bruce Arians and that, and also just depends on what happens with Jameis Winston and the quarterback situation. Yeah, <clears throat> um, that's definitely something to monitor. Yeah, um, I think we we hit on pretty much everybody. I think we got. I mean, there are some like like backups. We didn't talk about Snell. Um, which that whole Steelers backfield is. Yeah, real quick, what do you, what do you think about that? Do you have James I, but, Connor. Well, I, I remember I told you about Connor. I said I, I'm loyal, not like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that should tell you how I feel about Snell. Just throw him in the trash. Um, because I'm gonna stay with um James Connor, but uh, like Pollard. Like I, I remember reading some stuff about Pollard. You know, from from Dynasty owners. And they're they're still like hype about him, like get him, get him, get him. Gonna grab him, gonna get him. And I I didn't understand why. I mean, I I know he had a good season when Zeke was out. I mean, he did fairly well, but he's not Zeke. And Zeke signed a big contract, five years. Um, you know who Tony Pollard reminds me of? Alvin Kamara. Right. I mean, definitely. Um, and that's but, what, that's why I feel like that's why I thought they were gonna want to do is they're talking about. You know, last offseason of letting um, Ezekiel have more breaks, kind of that one-two punch. Yeah. Yeah. But right now he's behind Zeke, and Zeke's going to get the most of the load. And then, oh, what about, uh, like, Chase Edmonds? Um, uh, he, no, I don't. I think that ship sailed. I, I Yeah, I thought for sure he was... David Johnson, all this mess going on. I thought Chase Edmonds going to come in there. And then they go and trade for Drake. So it was like, what? And because uh, Chase Edmonds was a beast in college. I mean, it was, he, he, he reminded me of like a David Johnson. And nope, didn't happen. And I don't, I with again, I think they're going to sign Drake or they're going to sign a vet, one of the free agent running backs that are going to be floating around out there. What about the Ravens' backfield? Mark Ingram, and you got Justice Hill, Gus the Bus. That again, that's a that's a mess too. It's like New England. Uh, you don't, you have no idea. I mean, some games. Well, Gus is always going to get that. He's that. He's that guy that's going to get the short yardage stuff because he's a big guy, and they're going to pound it with him. Ingram, you know, gets the catches, and you know, gets the run between the 20s and then Hill I mean Hill got some got some stuff I mean he got some balls thrown to him and dropped a couple of them um, they did use him a little more in the playoffs I noticed that um, I mean he was a productive guy out of Oklahoma yeah Oklahoma. Um, yeah but it get but again it's like you don't know who's gonna do what right in that backfield. it's 
There's too much. There's too many there. What um, uh, what do you what are you thinking for our next episode? I was thinking uh, could do we can go over orphan teams. I think that's kind of a, oh, a big thing right now with a lot of people getting vacancies, people well, dropping I, out of leagues. Oh, for sure. Like we had some couple. We have two orphan teams in one of our best leagues, and it's like it's like. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I feel like we need an episode to kind of like not help the guys in our league, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there. I've seen this on Twitter. Um, I had a couple people ask me, hey, what's the best thing to do when you get an orphan team? And I think that's something we should cover. Well, actually, I have have great ideas because of of past mistakes. I I, I can tell you some really good ones, and I know you'll come up with some good ones. and We can definitely have a good big discussion about it. You game with that? Orphan teams next week? Orphan teams, got it. All right, for sure. Um, anything else you want to add to this podcast? Well, I'm we... just saying, man, I'm just I'm just glad for those of you who listen. Yes. And we're, we're just, like I said, we are, our main thing is we just want to help everybody out, make their fantasy, their dynasty teams better. Yeah. Um, and we I mean, ain't we're out not here getting, trying we're... to cover and be, you know, CBS Sports and yeah. <laughs> these and, guys. And, but Yeah, we're, well, we're definitely not trying to. We're not, we're not really – How's the best way to put? We're not like following players and tell you everything. We're just telling you as as fantasy players ourselves and and dynasty owners of of moves to make to make your team better. That moves that we've seen people do, moves that we've done ourselves, and moves that you know we've suggest to other people in other leagues. We to got do the and, wisdom and, and the knowledge. Is what yeah. we got. And and no, we we'd like to you know get some more guys on here to. The talks and get some more champions on here that have won, cha- like I said, won championships. And, you know, and they, that's where you get do... your best information. It's people who've done yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what, that's all I got, man. All right, guys. Um, make sure you're following me on uh, pretty much on all social platforms. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Um, let's see. Yeah. Snapchat. All, all these things you can find me at Keeper King Iams. Keeper King Iams. Iams like the dog food. Um, and like Jay said, I, I, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, make sure you guys are subscribing, follow, review, share. Um, and we'll see you guys next week for some Orphan Teams. All right. All right take care. Later. <laughs>